You're listening to episode 28 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. This week's episode is wildly fascinating. It combines imagination with technology and dreams with reality. That's right, we're talking about virtual reality. Today's guest is Michael Berman. Michael has numerous virtual reality businesses that range from 3D virtual reality tours for businesses and real estate to VR experiences in elder care facilities and even one in meditation. I cannot wait to introduce you to Michael, but before we dive in, it's time for the review of the week. This week's review comes from C. Schneb, and it reads, well done. Your voice is clear, your words are thoughtful, and your energy is contagious. Let me be the first to say that my energy is a direct reflection of the amazing guests who join me each week, mixed with a little excitement knowing of how many of you are tuning in. Keep those reviews coming. They help the show rank on different podcast platforms, help others find it, and of course, serve as feedback to me on what you want to hear more of. Don't forget that tomorrow I am drawing a winner for this week's review of the month. If you haven't submitted a review yet to iTunes, go ahead and do so and you'll be automatically entered to win a copy of my book, Mind Love, Bite-Sized Thought Nuggets to Fuel Your Life. If you leave a review on Podbean, Google Play Music, or similar, take a screenshot of it and message it to me at hello at laurensmithbiz.com. Okay, are you ready to meet Michael and dive into a world full of endless possibilities? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm joined by Michael Berman. I think Michael is best described as a serial entrepreneur who has dipped his hands in many arenas, but is currently making big waves in the virtual reality realm with his business partner, Matthew Widmer. Senior Care VR, Realty View, and Car VR Tour are just a few LLCs under his belt. Michael, welcome to the show and thank you for joining me. Thanks, Lauren, for having me. It's good to talk with you. Well, when I heard that you work with virtual reality, I was so intrigued. I can't say I know a lot about this topic, so I appreciate you taking the time to join me and to educate myself as well as our audience more about virtual reality. Sure, happy to. Well, you and your... Yeah, you and your team are making some really big waves. I know we talked a little bit before this, and before we dive into the world of virtual reality, what got you interested in this line of work? Well, I've been a technology uh, person for most of my uh, professional career. Uh, I've been on the edge of new technologies and introducing new technologies. And part of my skill set is I understand the technical, but I'm able to put it into layman's language. So I've been doing that for pretty much my career, introducing technology back in the early days of um, PCs and cell phones and mobile devices and all, all kinds of stuff around technology that's now come to be you know, intuitive to all of us. Um, and getting into virtual reality, you know, I've been studying over the years and seeing the trends and the waves of what's new. And virtual reality is the next wave of computing. Um, I don't get that from me, get it from Mark Zuckerberg. He's the guy from Facebook that invested tons of money in Oculus. And they're, they're really saying that this is the next wave. And frankly, it is. The technology is incredible. Uh, it, it's immersive. It gives you experiences that you otherwise might not ever be able to have. 
Uh, and for us, my company, we've in, uh, embedded uh, layers of other technology into the VR experience uh, to create therapeutic experiences, meditation experiences, and focused around the senior market. So mm -hmm. we've been kind of reinvented uh, the way that you would do meditation and mindfulness. It's just an eye-open meditation in our case. Well, let's go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about that, you know, VR and meditation, because you have been working with a, a friend of mine and a well-known guest to this podcast, Shereel Turner. So what can you tell us more about that project? Yeah, so it was great to meet Cheryl. She's a terrific uh, person. She's got a great understanding of humans and, and Spikey. And she's uh, created some scripting with Matthew and myself, my partner, uh, with with vivid imagery and guided imagery. So uh, we really created experiences that immerse you, that utilize um, entrainment technology, which is sound, uh, which uh, creates differences on each side of your brain. I don't want to get too deep into the science of it, but this is all backed by science and what virtual reality does and brain entrainment does. And basically we've taken those two technologies and put them together. And Matthew's great understanding of what works in particular situations was really part of our secret sauce and knowing what to marry with what. And then using Cheryl with her background and psychology and using the guided imagery and NLP, which is uh, neuro-linguistic programming and elements of hypnosis into our, um, into our design. And we've created immersive experiences, which really we're getting tremendous feedback on right now, um, based on all of these 40 years of studies in brain entrainment and VR. So we're taking those two things together, marrying them as an integrator and bringing them out as a new product. And uh, we've just had uh, amazing results in, in numerous uh, markets, in the senior market, in the healthcare market, behavioral health, um, uh, and regular doctor office visits to reduce anxiety, the dental market. We've got enormous uh, response to our product. Yeah, we were just talking about that dental market this morning because I had a canceled dentist appointment and you said that this is a new field that you guys have kind of entered into. So can we kind of backtrack on that conversation that we were having? And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, about you know, as, yeah, sure. As we've been, um, you know, getting into the market, the market is still new in VR. I mean, the intersection of adoption really is beginning to happen. It's predicted to be March of 19, which we're approaching. And um, you, you're going to see much more uh, VR uh, content uh, available. Um, so essentially, uh, as we're doing the homework, we saw um, that the dental market would be a potential place to go. We talked to a few dentists and said, oh, yeah, the anxiety that patients have coming here, waiting in the waiting room, uh, this would be a great thing to have. And then we demonstrate the possibility of using the headset on the patient while they're in the chair. Um, and it's uh, basically we've created an interface with a screen that allows the provider to see what you're looking at. And actually, instead of you moving your head around, the provider is able to move things around uh, from remotely. Um, so your head stays still, but you still have the immersive experience. And frankly, the distraction is just fabulous. And in some cases, um, this is not in our product, but in other um instances, people have said they do not need to use a nitrous oxide and they don't need to use Novocaine. And that unto itself is revolutionary. I can't say that we've done that yet with our product, but it's very promising that that's going to be the case. And we've had an enormous amount of traction already in this short period of time with the dentals, a dentist uh, inquiring into our product. 
Yeah. It's so crazy how you can be sitting in that chair and you can go from being very calm to like a ball of sweat in no time. Like I'm just definitely one of those people that have that anxiety. So I think that something visual, uh, you know, having the headset on would be so beneficial to someone like myself. No question. No question. I'm, I'm seeing the value in, in lots of different spaces in behavioral health and looking at it in, in like I said earlier, medical space and um, for the mindfulness and meditation space. I mean, we're just getting, again, people are looking for something that's going to um, really help. And I'm, I'm really excited because I see that it's helping people. Yeah. Speaking of helping people, I read an article that you and your business partner, Matthew, wrote about how the research suggests that virtual reality can help senior living communities improve the residents' mental and physical health. And I read that the studies show that those senior citizens who use VR gain significant improvements in happiness, brain activity, social engagement, and it prevents loneliness, depression, and even unfulfilled bucket list experiences. This is really cool, and I think a game changer for the senior living communities. Will you share a little bit more about this and kind of how you figured your way into this market? Yeah, that's quite interesting. Well, it's so true that uh, seniors, particularly uh, in assisted living and nursing situation, the memory care, are dealing with a huge amount of loneliness and anxiety. Um, uh, definitely, uh, when you're talking about Alzheimer's and dementia issues, there's anxiety associated with that. Uh, and so... In VR, you're able to go and, and fulfill those bucket lists by going to the Louvre or going to the pyramids. So there's all kinds of content that's just generally there uh, in VR, not just in our app, but in, in general. So people can put on the headset and travel. So within our app, we've created um, different scenes associated uh, with seniors and senior living. And we have uh, an in, embedded inside an interactive scene that's strictly for seniors. So um, that goes in, in that module for them. And how did I get into it? Well, my mom and my uh, mother-in-law are both uh, experienced dementia leading to Alzheimer's. And watching that experience and feeling pretty helpless around it um, was really what drove me to it. And my mom passed in 13. And as the world started to emerge in VR, I saw the uh, possibilities and started to do some homework around the space and, and see how that will work. And lo and behold, um, in late 14, early 15, I believe early 15, a company came out of Cambridge uh, from MIT and won an award and started putting out a product for the senior living. Um, in those early days, it was with a cell phone. You didn't have to put that. That was like a Google um, oh, yeah, cardboard. Like yeah. And so the quality of the experience was difficult. You had to have a HUD phone, uh, cell phone and you know it just made it a, a difficult process now with the oculus go and other headsets that are self-contained it's a much easier experience um but that was really the beginnings of it and then when i met matthew it was like yeah this is something i have real desire to do one of these days you know we got into another phase of the business we actually got into doing reality captures for real estate and for retail and that really became the foundation of our first business and as we were driving along in that business, um, you know, the idea of doing something with virtual reality and mental health and PTSD and senior living came to fruition. And from that, you know, Matthew and I actually um, sat together and talked about some of our interests. And it was very interesting that we both had an interest in uh, brain entrainment and bineural beats and, and things that were, you know, not really well known 
uh, in mainstream. And we thought about how those technologies could be married together and decided to create the platform. So essentially, that's how we got into it. That is so cool. That is so cool. And I, I think we discussed this before, but when the seniors are putting on the headsets, have you found that they like to go to any particular place? Like, is there like a hot spot that you found within the senior community or, or what have you found that they really enjoy doing? Well, a couple of things. I mean, getting the experience and sitting there, you get all the oohs and ahs. But what I really learned through the process was that reminiscence is huge. Now, what is reminiscence? Mm. Reminiscence is that you have dementia or Alzheimer's and your memory is pretty much shot and you really can't speak all that well anymore and express yourself. But if you play music from your age group, whenever that might have been, you almost are able to sing every single word of that song. Mm. So it's mind-boggling to see that that actually could happen. So when you do the VR, we have a situation where you can take someone back through uh, Google Earth and take them to the street where they live, where they grew up, see their home. So you talk about reminiscence uh, and creating, bringing back memories. And you'd be astounded to see how that works and see what happens. So reactions are fabulous. You know, yeah, oh, I'd love to do this. And we've set it up so you can actually broadcast the experience. So in order to make it useful in a senior living environment, because they're strapped by budget oftentimes, um, let's say they have four headsets or five headsets for 25 people. Now, they may have an hour and everyone may get a turn, but one of the things we did is we set up through Chromecast, so on a television, people in the room who don't have the headsets on can experience what the people with the headsets are doing. So That's so cool. So they're still being entertained as well without having like the, the actual firsthand experience. Exactly, and it makes it more cost-effective for the uh, assisted living or the facility for themselves. Because they're able to, you know, attract enough people to a session and cover enough people uh, for that. That is so cool. Do any of them ever get like motion sickness? Yeah, you know, I um, mean, motion sickness and is, is part of the experience. I would say, you know, there's people that say, "Oh, I can't do it," because they predisposed in their mind that they're going to get nauseous. Um, mm. And then there's people that go, "Oh, I can't look down," because they look down in the headset and it's like, "Wow, my feet aren't on the ground." Um, so I generally have people, when they do the first experience, I ask them to sit down, I ask them to put the headset on, take a deep breath, uh, and have the experience. Some people say, oh, I can't do it. You know, they take a minute of it. Uh, some people will take it on, and I've watched, particularly with our meditation platform, I've watched people within 30 seconds, you see the entrainment actually happen. You see the breathing change. You physically oh, wow. They have the headset on, and I'm physically watching them in their being and their body, and you see yeah. that cleansing breath take place. Right. And when I see that happen, you know, my hands off the wheel. I let it go and watch, have someone take the experience. And I say, listen, you can just move your head around. They start moving their head around. They go, oh, my gosh, that's wonderful. And there's no talk of nausea. That Once you get into that and get over that preconceived thing in your head about the nausea, you don't right. have it. Right. So it's kind of like you've already put that fear in your head and sometimes it's a little hard to step over that subconscious block that you've already put there. I would say that's true in life. (laughs) For everything, right? (laughs) For everything. I mean, I I definitely think that's part of all of our behaviors in the subconscious world. This is why we're driven by. We we make mistakes and we do the repetitive mistakes over again because it's our subconscious mind that's dictating it. We're unable to get out of our own way to be the observer of self. 
Oh, and when you're so able powerful. to get to be the observer of self, you're able to step back a little bit. And this is why meditation is so powerful. Because it gives your brain a chance to cleanse itself, if you will, and get the, the, the garbage away. So you're able to create that space. So when you're creating new space, you're creating new um, connectivity in your brain. Creating new connectivity creates new experiences and new um, electrodes, electronics, if you will, in your brain to create new good stuff. As long as you're going in new good stuff. If you're going to sit there and be anxiety and fear and worry and worry you're not going to get out of that it's all of your subconscious mind so the meditation works in a way that you're able to trap and get rid of that stuff that's bothering you and get to a place of central to be centered and, and that's really what's really exciting about the technology the eye open meditation the the convergence of using the different technologies to get great efficacy that's what we're really excited about I can only imagine how cool that would be. I use the Calm app a lot for meditation. And even then I get distracted by my surroundings. So I feel that if I were to have something visual as well as listening to Shereel's calming voice or someone like that, that it would really give me a heightened meditation. You know, the one that I probably have never experienced before. Yeah, it's quite interesting. You know, I hadn't either. I mean, I just created it and then had the experience of it. And when you are able to get that clarity, when you're able to get out of your way and have that calm, I mean, I personally, for the last three years, have been doing meditation every day and it changed my life. And yeah. um, I just highly recommend it. And now, that, you know, one of the things you just kind of mentioned, you know, you, you do the meditation and you get distracted. And you know what? It's okay. One of the things in meditation is it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. You're a hero. Bring it back. Yeah. And, and, and you know, this is this is the way. And it's concentrated and focused on your breathing. And the breathing helps you distract from your mind and allows you to get that. And when you have the eye open and you have this beautiful voice and this beautiful music in the background, then, you know, you do let go and you are able to get into a better place. And you know, I've I've seen medical experiences where they can't really share in detail, but I, I saw, um, uh, I heard the story of a woman who was totally depressed, used our headset and the experience and came out of it and was like, oh, I feel 100% better. And, you know, I, I, again, I'm giving you a high, high level of that experience, but we're getting that kind of feedback. And it just tells me that the, the idea of integration of new, of technologies that exist and putting new stuff together and creating new opportunities, that's really what we're doing. And again, my excitement seeing that it's going to help people. So that's right. really what's driving the whole thing. That's what you hear in my voice. Literally life-changing. Very much so. Yes. Very much so. Well, I gotten sucked into one of your websites watching all of these amazing 3D virtual tours of everything from homes to businesses to cars. So how do you think that these 3D virtual tours are impacting the buyer's experience? Well, I, I think it is only based on information I get from Google. And um, I know the amount of time that people are spending on search on mobile and how it increases daily, how people spend on their social media and, and you know, spend their time there. And this is where um, particularly millennial generation does their shopping and they do research in advance, whether it's going to be a rental of a property or buying an automobile. Uh, and this generation millennial has been, you know, 
intuitive. It's all digital. They don't know anything else. They don't know what a payphone is, you know, and I'm not being nasty about that, but you, you, there's a huge difference in the way that it is perceived and the buying experience is a digital online mobile experience. And then you need to talk about Gen X and boomers and how they buy. So people have to have a, a multiple omni-channel strategy to reach people. And I just have seen, you know, businesses that, that want to be modern have digital presence along with a physical presence that these tours help bring customers in. We're definitely strong in the automobile marketplace where this market that's huge in disruption. Um, and now you see car buying online. There's companies like Carvana that is disrupting that marketplace. And yeah. dealers have to embrace other technologies and virtual reality is one of them. Uh, same so thing cool. in real estate. Um, a Redfin uh, real estate company said that in 2017, one in three millennials would rent or buy a home without ever setting foot in it if they had a virtual tour. Oh, so I would be one of those people. I think I could well, be one of those people. <laughs> yeah, we're talking. We're talking about efficiency and time saving. And with the Carvana situation, I mean, the, you buy the car. Basically, you have seven days to return it. All the paperwork is done. They bring it to you, sign and drive. And if you don't like it, they take the car back seven days later. I mean, what could be wrong with that? It's a piece of metal and steel, you know? And it's like, if it looks clean, it smells clean, and, and, and it drives okay, you know, the chances of returning it are probably slim if you got what you want. And right. they do the percentages on that. They go, yeah, we're going to get 10 a month back. But they pound that into their model. You know, right. so it's a long answer to a question, which is, yeah, I think it's being embraced in a lot of different places. We recently did the uh, Boston Bruins skating arena. Um, you know, they want to show their fans that they have their facility and people go to the practice rinks there. So people want to see what they're going into ahead of time. It drives them to come and, and see what's going on there. And this is restaurants, venues, wedding venues, um, you know, places that people come and congregate, bowling alleys, you name it. Um, and so we've got a lot, a lot of uh, traction around that. We've created the national footprint for our company. We have providers uh, in all the states here in the U.S. and about 200 providers globally that are part of our network. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah, so it's, that's also a great business and it's growing. And again, it's back to that intersection of time that I'm talking about in March of 19, according to all the big, um, you know, big speech uh, firms, that this is when it's happening. And it, it it does join with what I was saying earlier. You know, Oculus is coming out with another headset that's even more mainstream in uh, March, April, May of this year. So uh, you're going to see a real uptick in, in interest and adoption. That is the coolest thing. I was just thinking about the car buying process. And the last time that I had bought a car, I think I spent no less than five hours at the dealership. So if I could just have to like, cut out that whole five hours and do everything online, I would do that for sure. Absolutely. Well, I need you for my testimonial on my website for that. One. But, <laughs> right. But that, is, but that, you know, you nailed it. That is for sure. I mean, I, and I don't want to spend the five hours at the dealer anymore. You know, I, I like still, I'm an older guy, so I go kick on the tires. It's kind of my generational thing. But on the other hand, you know, the time now uh, for me is much more important than going and kicking the tires, particularly on a new car. A right. used car, I might be, I might not be as um, as conducive as a millennial. I still may want to go kick the tires and, right. and, and go drive it, but um, versus having it delivered to my house. But on the other hand, I I could be I easily get into that mode. And yes. and could I go rent a place without walking into it? You know, on a virtual tour, I just might. I, I can't say that I'm over that line yet. 
It could be just an age thing or a preconceived thing that I have, but it's happening. And, and this is the adoption curve that I'm seeing. And it's happening in the real estate. It's happening in, in um, retail. Uh, we have a lot of retail customers now knocking on our doors. And surely it's happening in the uh, automobile business. I could even think that even if you weren't going to rent or buy a home long-term, even if you were renting for vacation, it would be really cool to just know exactly what you're going to expect when you get there. I mean, pictures do one thing, but to actually experience and like have the walkthrough would be a game changer. You know, that could take you from maybe wanting to choose that house to definitely choosing that house. Yeah, I, I believe that, but it's interesting, you know, I've gone to uh, the market here in Massachusetts and Cape Cod, you know, the, where the, where the rentals are and talk to people down there and say, you know, I've been renting it for this many years. The photos work. I've never had a problem. Why do I want to spend, you know, 200 or $300 on new photos? This is like, it's kind of hard to argue with them. Hey, it's the more modern way. Hey, I still rent it every year. Why do I have to spend more money? So that's the kind of, you know, the homeowner uh, on the Cape is, I'm happy as I don't need to do it. You know, there's yeah. no need, but, there, there will be a crossover where 2D photos will be old and 3D and virtual tours will be new. And we're probably five, seven years away before you start seeing more of that mainstream. And you're also going to see other technology that's going to allow you, the consumer, to do semi-professional work and be able to grab it yourself. Hmm. So that's what's really going to happen. And already there's 360 cameras, uh, less costly, uh, and you know, you'll be able to next year do it on your iPhone or your Samsung and be able to capture the 360 stretch. Probably already can. Yeah. So kind of like with cell phones, how they evolved from, I remember my dad had one of those big car phones that came in a pack, you know, it's like obnoxiously large and had this like, and then it went to like the beeper area, but beepers, you know, like not so much use anymore. And I told my kids, you know, like, they have one of my old flip phones and they just think it's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, flip phones are, are awesome. Now it's all touchscreen, but they didn't understand how to use the flip phone because they were trying to touch the screen. And I was like, oh, you got to click these buttons. <laughs> you actually have to use buttons on this. So it's just so crazy to me that you know, it wasn't even that long ago that I had that flip phone. So it's just changing at a rapid, rapid pace. So exactly. So back to where we were, you know, my getting into it was that really Mark Zuckerberg really tipped the edge there and said, hey, this is the next wave of computing. And really behind the scenes with all the major companies and all the chip companies that are all building to this and and this and augmented reality and augmented reality where the world sits in front of you. This is going to be the next big wave in conjunction with uh, VR. So there's going to be different usage and those eventually will marry together as mixed reality. Um, so there's company uh, Magic Leap, uh, huge out there that um, basically um, basically is going to dominate the AR market, and we have a project that we're working there as as well. So um, I'm, I'm very excited about the future of computing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those old cell phones. I had one too with an antenna on the top of the car and driving around with this big bag all the time. <laughs> $2,500 a month in cell phone bill. It was, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I remember in, I think middle school, just texting from my mom's old Nokia and she's like, oh my gosh, you're going to rack up, you know, my cell phone bill. I think I had to, I was working a job at, um, at, with her at the time and I had to pay how much I texted and now, you know, texting is included in almost every unlimited plan. So it's just so crazy how much has changed. 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, can you share with our audience? I know you have a lot of websites and different projects going on. Can you list some of those websites so they can go check them out? Sure. So um, the first one that we started with is Realty View, and that's uh, real, R-E-A-L, and then T as in Tom, V as in Victory, I-E-W.com, RealtyView.com. That's our real estate capture and retail capture. The next is Carve, C-A-R-V-R, Tour, and that's our automobile capture. And then we have Meta. Entertainment, M-E-D-I-T, as in Tom, A-I-N-M-E-N-T-V-R.com. It's meditation. And SeniorCareVR.com. Oh, that's just so perfect. I will make sure to link those in the episode notes. So if anyone's driving or doesn't have access to their computer or phone right now, just head over to the episode notes and they'll all be laid out for you. But Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a wealth of knowledge. You and Matthew are making some big moves and are expanding technology in ways that many of us have never thought could be possible. So thank you for being a change maker in this world. Thanks, Lauren, so much. You're awesome. You guys, my mind is pretty blown after this conversation. Michael is a wealth of knowledge and has an amazing energy. I encourage you to check out all of his virtual reality websites, which I have linked in this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. And can we just take a second to note that this is the final episode of February? Like 2019 is flying by. March's schedule is being rearranged due to some unexpected but super dope guest. I don't want to reveal too much yet. I'll drop pins on my Instagram as the month progresses, so be sure to follow me on the gram at MindBizLife. I'm also on Facebook. Just search Master Your Mind, Business, and Life. I'll see you back here next week, and until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.